Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. They're talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm for, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another exciting episode of the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are here with you on a very rainy weekend, getting ready for AEW's Double or Nothing. And I cannot do this episode without my longtime tag team partner, my brother in arms, the rogue of wrestling, Mr. Michael Newman. How's your voice holding up? <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, it's pretty dead, as uh, I'm sure you'll be able to, be able to hear. You're, uh, you're just so excited for, uh, which let's see, which match are you, did you lose your voice over that you were so excited about? I bet you it uh, was um, Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. You know, actually, I'm a little bit excited, but actually I'm more excited for uh, Young Bucks versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that uh, they were challengers for the tag titles. That's that could be really good. Yeah, um, but to to give a little explanation to people <laughs> as to why my voice is utter shit, uh, I sound like a prepubescent boy going through puberty <laughs> or something. Uh, so just yesterday, I woke up 9 a.m. and I was just barfing my brains literally all day from like nine until uh, 5:30 was then when we were like, all right, let's go to urgent care because. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Yeah. So we go into urgent care and they, they do some tests on me and they think that it was maybe going to be appendicitis. Whew. And they send me to the ER. And so I go over there and I'm still just, you know, barfing periodically. Eventually yeah. they get enough meds that I can get my shit down. Yeah. And they do enough tests there. They're like, okay, well, it's not appendicitis, uh, but it's some sort of colonitis. So kind of close. Um, so they sent me home with different drugs and stuff. Didn't need a surgery, luckily. Um, Ooh, but okay. I have the lungs like a motherfucker. So when I throw up, like I throw up. Like projectile. Like it, it's, it's loud as fuck. Like mm-hmm. I remember um, there was a time when like I'd gotten uh, hung over in college and I was throwing up and like people in my room could hear me from the um, bathroom. And you remember at uh, our college where it was like the bathrooms were like down the hall. Yeah, in the center of the hall. Yeah. So basically, my whole floor could probably hear me throwing up. So, like, I really have very loud uh, voice, which it hurts in this case because uh, it, it could backfires and destroys my lungs yeah. and my uh, vocal cords. So, here I am trying to tough it through. <laughs> well, at least we have a good card to talk about, right? Like, at least it's not me yeah. sitting here talking about WrestleMania backlash, which was God. Oh, God. Yeah, I only heard such awful things. But, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. This looks like a really killer card. Yeah, so uh, what I wanted to kind of do first is, so you've kind of gone in and out of AEW, actually, over the past year, especially with the pandemic crowds and stuff. Are you mm-hmm. now back a consistent watcher, or? I'm, I'm like, building back up that consistency. Because, okay. like, I've lapped for so long, because, like, for me, not having the crowds there really hurt. Yeah. Like, 
I think it just it took out my engagement. But like now I'm trying to get back into it. And I'm like, all right, this is like a refreshing kind of fun, exciting. Because like mostly I watch New Japan, yeah. stuff like that. And then this is very different. And it's very, it's fun and exciting. Different now that I think I've had a little bit of a break from it. And I think coming back into it, it's, it's really fun. I think you're coming back in at a really good time too. Like this is a really good card and very well built up mm-hmm. for all the different matches. So um, unless you got anything else, I say we jump back into it and we're going to yeah, go. No, I'm ready to jump right into Cause I, I, I try to keep up like from time to time. Yeah. From now and then. So like, I know like some of the stuff that's going on. So I'm not completely divorced from this stuff, but like, as I'm getting back into it, I'm like, all right, let myself get fully immersed back in these storylines, figure out what's going on. And yeah, we get, we got a lot of predictions for this card. So I say, yeah. let's get into it. Okay, so as championship advantage, I get to go mm-hmm. first. And I'm going to go with what should be the main event. And it's probably the easiest one to predict on this card. Actually, there's probably two. But yeah, I'm just going to go with this one. I'm mm-hmm. going to say Inner Circle versus Pinnacle and Stadium Stampede. I think Inner... <clears throat> wow, hmm, my voice might be going soon. <laughs> inner crazy. Circle takes this one. Okay, okay. Interesting. So, what is your thought process for Inner Circle? So, right. I, so, I think that uh, Pinnacle's taking this. You, you think Pinnacle is? Yeah. Okay. So, my thought process is you had Pinnacle take Blood and Guts, right? And mm. then you also have the stipulation that if Inner Circle loses, they must be disbanded. And right. so, I think this feud is continuing. Like, this is only their That's second right. real clash. So, I just don't see the. If they didn't have the disbanding. As a stiff, yeah, I you're right. I could that. totally see Pinnacle getting the win and continuing their momentum. But in this one, I, I just see Inner Circle taking it to hold on, and maybe that stiff comes back down the line or something like that. But uh, yeah, Although, I, just, I don't know. Like to to play devil's advocate, I'm trying to remember through the rules for winning Stadium Stampede. Is it like you have to eliminate every single member of the opposing team? Ooh, uh, or is it like a single pinfall? Like what is the how do you win? I think it's I'm just a single pinfall. Here, I'm I'm going through it. If we can uh, just banter. I think I if, if, it, if it is a single pinfall, I think that actually gives Pinnacle an even bigger chance. Because I think you're right with the disbanding step. That definitely gives a heavy favor to Inner Circle. But if, like, the Pinnacle can just get, like, one pin. I think if like, they pinned just Jericho, because he's still weakened from yeah. Blood and Guts, right? So, like, if they gang up and they get rid of Jericho, then, like, that could be an interesting sort of follow Cause like, even if the inner circle has to fall apart, like Jericho could still have like, say Sammy's maybe loyal to him or something, or like maybe even to an extent, um, uh, trying to remember the fucking tag team's name. The, uh, the two, are they brothers or cousins? I'm trying to remember. Or are they just, which, uh, sorry, who are you talking about? The tag team in the inner circle. I'm trying to remember their fucking names right now. Oh, Santana like, and Ortiz. Uh, they're, they're yeah, really Santana good friends. Ortiz. Okay. They're just good friends. Well, yeah, yeah. my bad. Sorry. <laughs> That's probably a racist assumption. Anyway, so they're just good friends. I, I could see them maybe being loyal, but I could also totally see this being like where then uh, uh, Jack Gallagher, not Jack Gallagher, Jesus, Jack Hager, uh, Hager, yeah. he like goes on his own at this point. Like he could really be the one that like, all right, now the inner circle's done, I'm done. And you could see like maybe him and Jericho could feud. Yeah. Um, I did look up, I think it's just a single pinfall. Because mm-hmm. the old result from I forgot they did this literally a year ago. It was double or nothing last year that they first introduced this match, and they right. had and it was the inner elite versus elite, right? And the the elite defeated the inner circle, and it just has mm-hmm. just elite defeating the inner circle it doesn't have like this separate like pins and stuff like that. So right. I think it's just a single pinfall. 
So yeah, because I think if it's single pinfall, I think Pinnacle could definitely take because they could pin Jericho because he's injured. Yeah. But yeah, I think with the disbanding thing, that definitely leads towards potentially inner circle staying together. But I don't know. Maybe they could fall apart. I think that could be fine. I don't think they have to stay together. Yeah, it's they can't. They must. Uh, I heard someone uh, say that it's like, oh, the stip was just that like they couldn't team up or something like that. So it's like they could stay friends and just not team matches. Right. <laughs> true. True. That's very true. So, yeah, right. exactly. And I, I think this could be like, like I said, this could be a good way for Hager to go on his own. Yeah. I want to see something good out of uh, Sean Spears in this one because he's mm-hmm. been. I've loved him in Pinnacle so far. Like, uh, have you been watching some of the, like the vignettes with the Pinnacle and stuff like that when they're out at like that steak dinner? Uh, yeah, I saw the steak dinner one. Yeah, where the waiter is like ignoring Sean Spears and he finally just takes him, <laughs> and smashes his head against the table. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, I'm hoping this match brings a little bit more out of him. But uh Yeah, for sure. Either way, this is gonna be great because this feud has just been really good mm-hmm. with Jericho and uh especially MJF going back and forth. True, true. All right, what match right. are you thinking next? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the AEW title match. That was the other one that I thought yep. was easy to predict. I feel predict. like Omega definitely has to retain. The only question is just who he pins. Whether it be Pack or Orange, and I think it'd probably be Orange Cassidy, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think it can go either way because I heard and I heard this, and I like the light bulb clicked off, and it was like, mm. it, I don't think it matters who he pins in this match because he'll just do like a TV title match, like a TV show title match with the other one. Mm. Like I think mm-hmm. if he pins Orange here, Pack goes, "You didn't pin me," and in a few weeks you do title versus uh, like Kenny versus Pack for the title mm. on TV. True, and true. I think either way, you're going to have an entertaining matches with like this being the three way, and then another singles match following up. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I think you could probably go with him pinning uh, Orange in this one because he's going in with the injury. They're doing mm-hmm. that storyline. Um, but like I said, I think either way, you could go it would would totally yeah. be fine. One hundred percent agreed. And then, actually, considering what you're saying there, I think then he probably is going to pin Pack then. Because I think there'd be slightly more just for a singles match with Orange Cassidy, right? Oh, yeah, probably. And you could do the whole, this This is going to give Orange, quote, time to heal. And then, yeah, give him, like, mm-hmm. two weeks down the line or whatever weeks. Um, yep. And then have Orange do the singles match. All right. So then who are, who are you going to pick for the Dark Horse? Just in case somehow Omega slips on the biggest banana peel in his life. Uh, you got to go with Pack, I think. Like, don't get me wrong, Orange is the, the, the crowd favorite. But mm. I just don't see, like, I don't get me wrong, I love his character, but I just don't see him as the, the main title holder. Like, I can see him holding TNT, um, mm. but I just don't see him holding main title. So I would have to go with Pac on that one. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think he needs to kind of either build that up or, I don't know, I think, like, he could be one of those guys that, like, if he got popular enough, like, do you think he could do, like, a really short title run? Like, you know, he gets it and then basically loses out, like, the first offense kind of thing? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I would just want to see just that little mm-hmm. more serious. Like, he, he got there before with the um, mm-hmm. Jericho feud. Right. Mm-hmm. But then he slipped back in with, like, best friends and got a little more on yeah. the comedy side. So, like, I well, would I mean, just want... <clears throat> There's always going to be that comedy element to his character, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying completely eliminate the comedy, like, don't get me wrong. Right. Like any, if, if he's champion, I want to see him go in and do like the shin kicks and stuff. Like <laughs> for sure. 
Okay, so I think uh, we've pretty much covered that match. Do you have anything yeah. else to say? No, I'm good. Um, I'm going to take now the AEW women's match, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say this has got to be Britt Baker. Like, yeah, I think this time. is make or break for this women's division. If it's not Britt Baker here, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Like, yeah, that's not passion. Building this forever. She and she just had a very long reign. Yeah, they just celebrated a year for Hikaru, which mm-hmm. blew my mind. I was like, oh shit, yeah, she's been it for a year. Like, yeah, which actually, I guess that actually perfectly uh, sums up for the most part when I stopped paying attention because that was one of the last things I remember for like the women's division. <laughs> oh yeah, she got the title from uh, Nia Rose and. <laughs> I guess it's since then. Yeah, and it's just been it's just been the pick of the month of who's gonna she's gonna defend it against, mm-hmm. and no real build up. Like Brit has been like, yes, do this for your other women. Like what you do with Brit, like mm-hmm. like she wasn't working as a baby face when she first started. You turn her heel, you mm-hmm. build her for all of these months, and then she has that great lights out match. Now she's going for the title. Like, this is it. Put it on her. She's your, like, you just released a figure of her. Put the fucking title on her. Advertise the shit out of it. And yep. build up your other women now around her. Agreed. Yeah, I think this one's, like, a done deal. Like, she's got to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I there's not too... I was going to say, there's not too... I feel so passionately about that one. I was like... <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. All right, let's see. I think for my next match, I'm going to take the TNT title match. Okay. I'm going to say that Miro retains. since having like just gotten off Darby Allen. I feel like it'd be way too early to switch it over to Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much my biggest justification. Because otherwise, I would actually probably go with Lance Archer over Miro. But I think just because he's literally just won it. Yeah. And he just like, Miro's now getting good. Like in mm-hmm. AEW, like I I hated his first run with uh, being the best man to um, what's his name Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is not why he left WWE. Like he's doing WWE shit in AEW, and right. mm-hmm. and now he's being the serious. Like he beat the crap out of Darby and won that title. That was great. And now he's cutting great promos, like the back and forth with him and Lance. And like he took shots at Jake, it was so good. Like, mm. so yeah, definitely keep that going. Like, if they want to make this, if this is the start of the feud, I'd be totally fine with that. I'd love to see Miro and Lance go back and forth with this TNT title. Yeah, for sure. Actually, that that would actually be a pretty good idea. So maybe they even do kind of like a DQ type of thing, or like a, you know, like a no contest finish. Yeah, a time limit. I'd be totally or something. Like, or yeah, like a time limit or something like set up to set up some sort of rematch or maybe a stipulation. Yeah. And have these guys like go for it a couple times, and then then have mm-hmm. Lance take it, because then you've got Miro. Miro's where he should be now. Mm-hmm. Build up Lance. Then if Lance takes the title down the road, now you have two like heavyweight guys that could go like mm-hmm. within their characters built up. So perfect. Uh, oh, what do you next. All right, now this is where this gets harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with hmm. I think Sting and Darby Allen beat Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Mm, okay. Because this I, is I should agree. 
this is Sting's first live match. Like they're making a huge deal about that in AEW. Like this is Sting live, not cinematic. And I just think that that component to it, plus Darby coming off of the loss of the TNT title, mm-hmm. I think they they want to get him the revenge over Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Yeah, agreed. Just because I don't see like I'm a huge fan of both Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, but their tag team together so far hasn't been this like. I see a future or something like that. It just seems like AEW just went, oh, mm-hmm. we have these two guys that weren't really doing much. Let's just stick them together. Right. Like, it's an all right tag team, but definitely not it, not good enough, in my opinion, to get the win over Sting and Darby Allen. I think they should take it. Yeah. And I think, like, like, like probably the story will be, like, try to separate Darby Allen, beat him down, take advantage of the injuries, and then Sting comes in for the save and big win. Yep. Especially because there was, like, that angle, right? Like, if I remember correctly, uh, Scorpio Sky, like, punch like that uh guy that's like sting mask and then sting pulls off oh yeah like, oh it's actually sting did you see that that's so good <laughs> it was he, it, it was like a little silly at first because like the, yeah. the the sting lookalikes were just like walking over to scorpio and he was just tossing them all out of the ring like yeah. they were lining up for his like lemmings and then yeah and then he punches the one and it's actually Sting. i thought that was really good yeah that was pretty funny i like that <laughs> Um, it's kind of shit. Like I come back and I'm like, man, I kind of miss this sort of shit every once in a while. <laughs> like this is, this is the kind of fun thing you find in American wrestling. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, thanks, Sting and Darby Allen take this, and then yeah, yeah, just I the future of the I think Darby maybe goes back after the TNT title or something, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, don't really know where Sting Darby go from there. I would like to see Sting kind of like continue to maybe be associated with him, maybe like a manager type or something. Mm, yeah. Occasional and, tag and team just, partner. You know, I was going to say occasional like tag team partner. I don't want to see a singles match with Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's just like an obvious, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like just a short match, like uh, mm-hmm. squash. Yeah. Just like Sting hits the sk- stinger splash on someone and then yeah, something and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, let's see. So we got that match. I think I'll go next with um, the tag title match. I feel like Young Bucks are going to retain over Moxley and Kingston for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, they're dedicated tag team guys. Yep. Moxley kind of has other things going-ish. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you think there's any potential for, like, betrayal? Like, do you think Kingston turns on Moxley in this match at all? I think there's a possibility of the betrayal here. Uh, I was actually I'm gonna I'm kind of glad you picked Young Bucks because I was gonna say mm-hmm. I think Moxley and Kingston might take the tag titles here, mm-hmm. and then down the road, betrayal by Eddie on John. Or I I could also see the other way around. I could see Mox turn on Eddie. That's what I like mm-hmm. about this tag team. It's like it's so volatile that I can see either way. Yeah, um, both these guys are such tweeners. Yeah, and so I could easily see them win the titles here, and then down the road the betrayal, and that's where. Either the Young Bucks take it back, or whoever's next in line for like the tag titles, like one of the next up and coming tag teams takes it from them. Mm-hmm. True. Just because I feel at this point the Bucks don't need the titles. Like mm-hmm. their their heel character right now is so good that even without the titles, it'll be uh, they'll still be super entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason I would almost say that I think they I would slightly disagree in that I think they need the titles right now. Is because I think them having the titles is part and, of an extension of Kenny's. Yeah, the, the belt collector thing. No, but I could see them losing it too. I'm not a hundred percent 
you know, I could see it's going either way. I mean, again, it's just, <laughs> this is what wrestling is supposed to be, right? Like, right. I could see either way, and either way is entertaining. Like, And it's, like, either way for compelling reasons, not just, like, either way because it's, like, well, I don't know, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a fucking coin flip. <laughs> like, the Casino Battle Royal might be a coin flip. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's always a coin flip, so. Yeah, but that, that's an exciting coin flip. That's yes. a good coin flip. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hold on. So let's see. We did. I think that's all we we have. Casino Battle Royal and Cody left, right? Um, and then also I also have um Hangman Page versus Brian. Oh Cage. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Are they gonna fight over who gets age at the end of the? <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody um, just C or P like that's just their name. <laughs> someone said someone was like, "Oh, I can't wait till Christian Cage, Adam Page, and Brian Cage have a three way match." <laughs> yep. Um. Or or yeah, just like Brian Cage and Christian Cage in a cage match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm actually gonna go with the. Or no, all right, one more, more, one more. Uh, Ethan Page and uh, Hangman oh, Page, Page versus yes. Christian Cage and Brian Cage. Tag Sorry, team. that was it was a Page fatal four way. Cage and Cage. <laughs> it was it was a fatal four way. That's what it was. It was Page and Page <laughs> and Cage and Cage. <laughs> and then in a steel um, cage would be the. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually gonna go with the Casino Battle Royal, ooh, and I think ooh, actually okay. uh, I'm gonna go with Christian Cage on this one. Oh, because you've already had him. You had him hint at the title match with Kenny, right? When he mm-hmm. first came in, and uh, I think it was it he interrupted Kenny's segment or Kenny interrupted his one of the two, and then like mm-hmm. at the end he knocked Kenny down and then held the title up. Um, so yeah, he he's the front runner out of this group at least, but I could yeah. see others. There could there's other like yeah, there's there's. A- Few others that are standing because there's a lot of people in here. I definitely see like there's no way several of them can win. Yeah, um, but like I'm, I'm trying to debate between two, and I, I have one question that I want you to answer for me, and this will sure. determine: um, Has Pentagon had a title match against Kenny during his reign? Not that I didn't think of. All right, you know what? I'm going to go for my boy Penta L Zero because I was going to go for the TBA for the field just to be like wild, and I don't know who it's going to be. But you know, fuck it. Penta hasn't had his match. Pack Pack's part of the uh, triangle death thing too. Yep. So maybe Penta yeah, and, uh, will come for some revenge because Phoenix is uh, injured, I think. Right. So I think so. Cause, yeah, he's not on this card, so I would imagine yeah. he's got to be injured. Yeah. So fuck it. Give me some Penta. El Zero Miedo, man. Okay, so Penta's your pick. Who is going to yep. be your your other option? My other option was going to be the TBA because there's a to be announced okay. somebody that's like not in the match yet. Because I thought like it's probably going to be that wild card then if it's not that. So my dark horse was a uh, Jungle Boy. Ooh, yeah, that would be an interesting dark horse. Yeah, he's another one saying that. Like just looking at so like here's the list mm-hmm. I have. I have Christian Cage. He's so he's my pick. Matt Seidel. I don't see it. Powerhouse Hobbs. No. Penta. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Jungle Boy. Yes. Matt Hardy. No. Mark Quinn. No. He's a tag team guy. Right. Um, Isaiah Cassidy, also tag team guy. Blade, no. Evil Uno, no. Cole Cabana, as much as I would love it, no. <laughs> uh, Preston Tan Vance, no. <clears throat> Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman, they're definitely a better tag team than singles. So mm-hmm. right now, at least, like Brian Pillman's coming off great uh, uh, after the Dark Side of the Ring about his dad. Um, right. 
Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, and Lee Johnson. Like, none of those names are staying out to me. And so then the other one was yeah. mm-hmm. only other one was TBA. And so, which I even don't know who that's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine that's like maybe a debuting person or maybe someone returning from injury. Mm, but... Returning from injury is leading to it because it can't be anyone that was just released by WWE because that was only last month. I mean, unless Daniel Bryan. Ooh. I know a lot of people want it to be Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I feel he's, like... Because he's completely open because yeah. his contract expired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if it's Daniel Bryan, then, like, Daniel Bryan's witness, motherfucker. But, like, <laughs> I just... I don't know. I just... like I feel like people want it to be Daniel Bryan, and it's not going to be Daniel Bryan. I don't think it's... Daniel Bryan's going back to WWE, like... Yeah. I, I don't think... <laughs> I know he said that he wants to go elsewhere. WWE and Japan thing, and that he's a big crux of it. So I don't know. There's a lot of lot of things in the air. Oh my god! Hold on, real quick. The WWE New Japan thing. The funniest thing I saw is: Did you see the one where is a a parody of the uh, Shane McMahon getting WCW out from under Vince? So it was uh, Tony Khan and Nick Khan. So Nick Khan's with the WWE Mm -hmm. now, and so it was like. The name on the New Japan contract says Khan, but it says Nick Khan. <laughs> and it's Tony with a shocked face. Like, Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. And then the best part was is t- uh, Tony cut a promo on uh, AW's YouTube before mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite the other night where he was like, oh, you've done a great job with your uh, negotiating skills, Nick. Like, He's like, you've been apparently been talking with New Japan for three months now, and nothing's gotten done. He's like, meanwhile, I've had any like lists off all the New Japan guys that have fought mm-hmm. on AEW so far. <laughs> and he's right. like, there's only room for one con in wrestling. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. My other my other outside pick for this battle royale would be maybe QT Marshall wins it, only for then, like, so if Rhodes beats a go-go, then mm. maybe Rhodes challenges QT Marshall is like, hey. Put your casino battle royal spot on the line against me. Gotcha. Like maybe that could work. I don't know. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? As like a, a another dark horse. That that could work too. Yeah, because QT definitely has been uh, mm-hmm. more pronounced. I would say um, mm-hmm. with us all the factory. Right. Uh, Which leads me then to my next yeah. pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Cody Rhodes for the win over Go Go. Yeah, definitely. If it was anyone out, if it was QT in that match, I might say, oh, it could go either way. But well, I think this Go- is going to build up to a match with QT. Yeah, but I definitely don't think Anthony Gogo gets a win over Cody to- yep. here. And, like, this is to say, like, how many different fucking, like, storylines and people of, like, Cody Rhodes is basically like, all right, I have, like, a relationship with somebody, then they betray me, and then I have a storyline <laughs> against them. <laughs> like, it's oh, like Cody man. should just not have any friends. I, he should, right? I guess should just point. be should just be Brandy and Dustin, and that's it. <laughs> Nobody else. Everybody else betrays me. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, Last match versus Cage. Yeah, this is the only one that I'm just like it's it's the coin flip one. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I'm going to go with Brian Cage just because I feel like he hasn't gotten mm-hmm. anything in a while. Like a big win and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas Adam Page has just kind of been hanging on in the like outskirts of the main event picture. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, could be a nice win for Brian Cage. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm trying to remember. This, this started because it was like Cage uh, 
took Paige's like number one uh, spot off of the list. Like he beat him and knocked him off the. Um, yeah, because Paige had gone like undefeated for a while, right? And so he was like climbing up the rankings. Right. Yeah. So then, yeah, it's like, the, does he get the win back and reestablish himself here, or does he fall further down with Cage taking up his spot? So yeah, mm. I guess that's the, that's the question here. Because I can definitely see Paige like, yeah, winning here and then kind of like rebuilding up and being like, all right, I'm going to try and challenge Omega. So. Yeah, you know, I, I could see Paige winning this, to be honest. I mean, I could kind of see it going either way, but I could see Paige winning. Yeah. I can see, I mean, I could see it going either way. Yeah. Dead end. I'm just curious, as you said. What, what do you see Paige doing in the near future? Because he, he had the skirts mm-hmm. with the, like, a title shots and stuff like that, but it hasn't really kind of gone through. I'm trying to write. He was starting to do a little bit of stuff with like the Dark Order, right? Yes. And that's I still like been... See... Like, that... Yeah, I would like to see more of that. Yeah. I think that could be an interesting role for him, especially if he, if he kind of takes in almost like a leadership position, like a very reluctant leadership position mm-hmm. over time, and then eventually kind of transforms the Dark Order. I think that could be really interesting, especially to kind of expand his character more. Yeah. I, have to say, I, I give I the Dark was... Order a lot of credit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, started out hating them. Then mm-hmm. uh, Brody Lee comes in, totally transforms them. They're great. His unfortunate passing, they transform themselves again. Like, mm-hmm. they're just a very good group. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the, like, credit to AEW both times around. Like, they tried something, it didn't work. So they were like, all right, let's adjust it. And then, you know, Brody Lee and the other adjustments came in, were really starting to make it work. But then, like you said, Brody Lee passed. And so, like, all right, well, how do we adapt to this? Because it could have gone a lot of different directions. And I think kind of turning it almost babyface was a really, really good idea. Yeah. Because Brody Lee was just so beloved for good reason. Yes. And so I think it's, like, credit to both the group and to AEW for both kind of reading the room and understanding their group dynamic well enough to make it work. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I do like that it wasn't just like Brody Lee passed and so they just went, oh yeah, Hangman's going to be the next leader because they were trying to recruit him. Like, because mm-hmm. that would have been, I think that would have backfired. I think this slow build of like him being reluctant has been a lot better. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that's kind of what I'd like to see. From but like, what about you? Same thing or something different? I would like to see that. I, I, I had no idea where he was going to go. So. Mm. My, my, like, who I want to see, like, get pushed up to the main event picture, so to speak, is uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr., the, the Varsity mm-hmm. Blondes. Their match against the Young Bucks on Dynamite, was it last week, I think, was so good. Like, I have to go back and rewatch it because I think I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I heard good things about it. Yeah. That was my first time seeing uh, Brian Pillman Jr. wrestle. And I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's good. <laughs> this kid's got it. Yep. All right. I think that's it for going down the card, right? Yeah, that takes care of all the matches on the card. Uh, any other closing thoughts on just like AEW or the world of wrestling in general as we are yet again kind of in a really weird spot with like kind of coming out of the pandemic a little bit, but then like the wrestling world is changing a lot. A lot of the cross promotion stuff, a lot of potential new deals. I'm... Uh, it, it, it's an interesting and weird time to be a wrestling fan. I, I'm I'm excited. Like, if the WWE 
deal with New Japan goes through. I'm curious to see it. I'm not one of the people that's like mm-hmm. shitting on it right away because as much as I shit on WWE, like SmackDown has been really good. Like SmackDown mm-hmm. is my weekly WWE show now. Like I've kind of fallen out of favor with NXT. It's been like okay, but like my two shows each week are AEW and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I've been enjoying that. Like if it works great, if not, I'm loving the AEW Impact New Japan crossover. Like, you're right. There's just so much going on in the wrestling world. And so far, it's been all enjoyable. And then, yeah, we have crowds coming back in because thank God for vaccines. And, yeah, I'm just excited to see. I'm excited to see what's in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially, like, I think really once we get to the point where then, like, COVID-19 is really in the past. Like, we've gotten fully vaccinated in our country and then around the world. Like, we've gotten it completely down. Like, I'm so excited to see the world of wrestling just really reopen. Yeah. So I feel like we're just around the pinnacle of like a boom of more cooperation between companies and stuff. Yeah. And just being able to get fucking back in an arena. Like I haven't fucking like literally gone to see a wrestling match in so long. Yeah. And then uh, seeing like the crossover too, like more people could be able to go over to Japan because they wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to worry about quarantine and stuff like that. So yeah. So, a uh, bright future, I guess, potentially, even though we're coming at us in some dark times mm-hmm. in wrestling. Looks like it could be potentially bright in the future. All right. All right. Anything else for you? Because my, my voice is about done. Yeah. So, <laughs> before Newman's voice completely disappears, thanks for listening to us this week. Uh, we'll be back probably after... Double or nothing, and then whenever the next event is coming up, which I have to think about. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, th- we'll take a look at the calendars. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, right. everyone. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>